All right. We are listening to Traditions. I'm Ron Alesco. Glad you're with us on this afternoon. And uh, uh, next Saturday night, May the 12th, at the Ethical Brew, which is located in the Ethical Culture Society at 6, uh, 687 Larch Avenue in beautiful Teaneck, New Jersey. A very special event. Uh, they're going to be presenting the Everly Set. Sean Altman and Jack Sculler. And opening the evening will be uh, Joshua Garcia. Just so happened to have the Everly set in our studio with us today, Sean and Jack. It's good to see you guys. Thanks, Ron. Thanks for having us. Thanks for having us. Oh, thanks for being here. And, uh, well, I, I, before I describe what you do, maybe the best way would be just to have you uh, share a couple songs. Let's do yeah, it. Let's do it. All Everly's all the time. Here we go. Two, three, four. Donna, Donna. Why'd you want to do that? You led me on and lured me on And then you turned me down for that Da-da-da-da Donna, Donna Why'd you want to do that? You tempted me and tortured me And left me where I was at Da-da-da-da Donna Why'd you want to do that? Well, when I met you at the dance You made me think you liked me I thought that we could find romance You even told me so You had that promise in your eye That made my heart get ready You built my hopes up to the skies And then you told me no oh, Donna, Donna Why'd you want to do that? You led me on and lured me on And then you turned me down flat Da-da-da-da Donna, Donna Why'd you want to do that? You tempted me and tortured me And left me where I was at Da-da-da-da-da Donna Why'd you want to do that? Donna Why'd you want to do that? Oh, 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 Donna Why'd you want to do that? Oh, oh, Claudette Oh, oh, Claudette uh. I got a brand new baby and it feels so good She loves me even better than I thought she would I'm on my way to her house and I'm plumb out of breath Oh, and I see it tonight, I'm gonna squeeze it to death Claudette, pretty little pet Claudette Never made me fret Claudette Well, she's the greatest little girl that I've ever met I get the best loving that I'll ever get from Claudette Pretty little pet Claudette Oh, oh, Claudette Have a date or three I'm gonna ask my baby if she'll marry me I'm gonna 
gonna be so happy for the rest of my life Oh, and my brand new baby is my brand new wife, Claudette Pretty little pet, Claudette Never make me fret, Claudette Well, she's the greatest little girl that I've ever met I get the best love and that I'll ever get from Claudette Pretty little pet, Claudette Whoa, whoa, Claudette You're making me feel like Cousin yeah, Brucey or Dick Clark. I'm, t- <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm telling you, it, well, we have a studio audience and a radio audience listening. That was just phenomenal. Sean Altman and Jack Sculler, they are known to, uh, as the uh, Everly Set. And uh, I'm so glad to have you guys in the studio today. As we mentioned, next Saturday night, you're going to be playing at Ethical Brew at the Ethical Culture Society here in Teaneck. Uh, you know, I first saw you guys perform at NERFA, the Northeast Regional Folk Alliance Conference, and it was a room probably about this size where you just had, I mean, the, the place was rocking. Uh, let, let's go back a little bit. How did you guys get together, and how did you form this? We formed uh, only two years ago, but we met eight years ago when Jack was a mere 14 years old. Wow. And I was decidedly middle-aged, <laughs> and we were paired together uh, in Manhattan at the Losers Lounge Tribute to Simon and Garfunkel. I'm a regular um, backup singer with the Losers Lounge, and Jack was a guest singer, and, and I was I played a, a, an aging Art Garfunkel to Jack's <laughs> 14-year-old Paul Simon, and we sang Mrs. Robinson together, and uh, we, we sounded so good together that we struck up a, a friendship, and and then uh, when Jack was 19, <laughs> we formed the Everly Set. Wow. Yeah, we both. I mean, I I grew up on this music. I, Sean describes my my voice from around that time when we met as uh, Elfin. It was Elfin. It was very nasally and, <laughs> yeah. and, and high up there. And, uh, you know, I think it's, think it's changed a lot since then. But we, I, we both really enjoy singing this, these songs. Oh, it, it shows. I mean, it shows. It looks like you're having a lot of fun up when you're, when you're on stage and, uh, and here in the studio, too. Um, you know, Sean, we, we, we've known you for, for a number of years. Um, we, I think you first kind of gained our attention when you were with the co-founder of Rockapella yes. uh, a few years back, Jumongous, the, the, the really funny show that you put together, as well as so many other projects. Uh, but, Jack, I'm afraid I, I, I haven't known you before. Where, where did you um, develop? You said you know, the Elvis were part of your, your growing <laughs> up, but what about your music background? So... I, I grew up in kind of a, a punk household, and I listened to blues and rockabilly. And uh, through high school, I toured the country with Radio Disney. I was a Disney artist. And in 2014, I, I won the Holly Prize from the Songwriters Hall of Fame for uh, some songs I had written. And uh, I've been playing my whole life and, and touring around. And when Sean and I started uh, playing a few of the hits just for fun, it was kind of a no-brainer. Like, let's, let's make a whole show out of it. Right. And, and Sean, uh, you've, as I said, you know, you've done so many different diverse things. Um, the Everleys, uh, were the, I guess they're part of your growing up as well? Yeah, you know, I, I came to the Everleys uh, circuitously. I was a huge Simon and Garfunkel fan growing up. But my, my early exposure to the Everleys was through artists covering the Everleys, like Linda Ronstadt covering When Will I Be Loved and, um, and Nazareth, the hard rock band of the 70s, right. covering Love Hurts. And so uh, I I was dimly aware of the Everly's legacy, and I I, I knew the hits. But I think like a lot of people, they know the songs more than they associate the songs with the Everly Brothers, at least people who are 
younger than 70. Everybody over 70 knows everything about the Everly <laughs> Brothers. Because right. if, 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 if you're 75 years old now, that means you were a teeny bopper in 1957 when Wake Up Little Susie and Bye Bye Love hit. Yeah. But people who are, you know, who are younger than that, they kind of like, wait, the Everly Brothers, are they different from the Righteous Brothers or the Smothers Brothers? The Almond <laughs> Brothers. Yeah. They don't even, nobody knows. Uh, well, I was born in 57, so yeah. I, I kind of, I, I have vague memories of hearing them on the radio and yeah. seeing them on TV. Of course, they had their little breakup there. Um, but then the, uh, you know, they... Uh, the there's, so many, there's so many hits. Yeah. And their, and their influence... Uh, on on the on Simon and Garfunkel and the Beatles, and uh, and even you know um, even the Kinks and uh, and the Bee Gees even sure. it's really it's pervasive. So. Well, I, I remember Aztec Two Step did a whole set uh, you know of, of duos, classic duos. They started with the Everly's, showed the to Simon and Garfunkel, then to them, and and, and there's so many others going on. And so it's it's just a classic sound, and I'm, I'm glad you guys are doing this. Uh, you you are having fun doing it, I assume. Love it. Oh yeah. <laughs> Are you still working on other projects while you're doing this as well? Uh, yeah, I mean Jack is, you know, Jack's going to be a rock star. I, I got we have to do all these Everly gigs before Jack becomes a full-on rock star because oh. then he's not going to have time to play Everly music with him. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and yeah, and I still do uh, you know, I do comedy songs as Jumongus and I'm putting out a, another solo album soon. Uh-huh. So uh but yeah, we uh, all of a sudden this has become a a, 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 a an and a very important side project sure. for both of us. Yeah. Well, yeah. It, it, like you said, it's it's fun. That's one of the things that the influence that they've shown. I remember, I'll, I'll be honest with you, when I first heard that you would be at NERFA, the Folk Alliance, my first thought was Everly Brothers? I that's, that's 50s rock and roll. But then I started listening, and I said, okay, I get it now. I see the influence more. And, uh, you know, you've been playing a lot of different folk clubs. You mentioned you were at the Town Crier last night? Yeah, we were at the, we were at the Town Crier last night. We uh, opened up for Carpenter King, and... Um, it was really, it was really great. I mean, the, the stories in these songs is where is the big folk connection, I think, because songs like uh, "Poor Jenny," which I, th- I think we might play in a little oh, bit. Yeah. I mean, that's you know, th- they would write about things that were mischievous for teenagers in yeah. the fifties, and it kind of blows my mind today. Uh, you know, things that were banned on the radio. Sure. Well, know. wake up, little Susie. Yeah. I mean, come on, what, what, what was yeah. going on there? <laughs> you know, the, the folk community, the folk community, and the. Um, um, uh, is is very focused on great storytelling and acoustic and uh, sound and who better th- than the Everly Brothers for that? I mean, granted, even in 1957, the Everly's some of the guitar sounds by Chet Atkins were considered revolutionary, like the tremolo uh, at the beginning of of All I Have to Do Is Dream was. Con- but when I hear these songs now, I, I can't distinguish them from. Uh, Early from you know country music and from early folk you know tradition. Sure, because they they borrowed from those yeah. traditions too. Uh, definitely, and the sound of acoustic guitars too. Right, yeah. right. Well, well, could you guys give us another piece? Yeah, yeah. All right. So, so we talked about poor Jenny. Should we do a little yeah. poor Jenny? All right. Uh, okay, it's a story song, and to brief the uh, studio audience, it's about a first date gone awry. Here we go. Two, three, four. <laughs> I took my little Jenny to a party last night At 10 o'clock it ended in a heck of a fight When someone hit my Jenny she ran out like a light Poor Jenny And then some joker went and called the cops on the phone So everybody scattered out from places unknown I couldn't carry Jenny so I left her alone Poor Jenny Well Jenny had her picture in the paper this morning Made it with a bang 
According to the story in the paper this morning, Jenny is the leader of a teenage gang. Jenny has a brother and he's hot on my trail. Her daddy wants to ride me out of town on a rail. I hope I'll be around when Jenny gets out of jail. Poor Jenny. Hey! set with us in the studio today that was great guys oh wow uh, sean altman and jack sculler with us today the the everly set uh, again next saturday night they'll be at ethical brew in in uh, teaneck new jersey you know listen to these songs listening to the lyrics and listening to where we are today's music uh quite a difference but yet there's some themes there that are still a little, <laughs> a little different probably a lot more lyrics in that song than in any contemporary pop song. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it's the easiest to learn, I think. Yeah, it's so much fun. It's a great, yeah. st- it's, it's, it's really natural storytelling. Yeah. I mean, they, a lot of the early Everly's hits were written by uh, Felice and Boudlow Bryant, who were the most famous and prolific husband and wife songwriting team in Nashville at the time. And uh, I mean, all the big hits. Uh, Wake Up Little Susie, Bye Bye Love, Poor Jenny, Bird Dog, All I Have to Do is Dream, Devoted to You, that were all written by the Bryants. And mm-hmm. then the Everleys started doing their own great writing with songs like Kathy's Clown and Till I Kissed You. But it's, it's all just great lyrics. Oh, and, sure. Yeah. It, it's, um, it, it's different. Uh, when, when, you, when you listen to their music today, uh, you, you kind of rediscover things that you know you, you almost took for granted i mean i know i'm, I'm speaking myself personally here uh but what what craftsmen they were what, what great harmonies i guess that's only the kind of harmonies you can get through brothers but but you guys do a, an admirable job there uh you really kind of re- recreate it but yet you, you still tend to kind of make it your own i mean what what is your intent are you intending to uh, be a photocopy are you intending to put your own uh, spin on it or <laughs> well i mean well we we call i mean the show is called um Sean Altman and Jack Sculler approximate the Everly Brothers, so we're we're not impersonators right. by any means. But um, you know, we wear fun fun Western shirts. But, <laughs> you know, that's about as far as we go. But it's a lot of fun. I mean, I I we both have done plenty of original projects over the years, and 
when we play these songs, it's very liberating um, as a musician to be able to just play. The, there's a beautiful simplicity in this music um, that everybody seems to relate to, and getting to generate that and, and share it is really special. Mm -hmm. yeah, the, the, the vocal blend that Jack and I had when he was 14, it's only gotten better <laughs> uh, because we now are e even unconsciously where we've approached that brotherly harmony thing where we're pronouncing words the same way and we have the same kind of also it helps because i think this is a really good combination jack's voice doing the doing the don everly parts it's kind of got more of a buzz than mine and mine's a little bit high higher and reedier like phil's was and that's the kind of thing where you, you can't teach that right I mean, either you've got the, the ability to blend with each other or you don't and that's something that uh that's really special and also jack's Jack, like the young Don Everly, is, is quite the guitar slinger. Yeah. Oh, it's that. Well, they, they did something which I'd, I've never heard in, in recordings prior to theirs in country or rock and roll music with this percussive acoustic guitar strumming. They created so much of that, um, that rhythm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Wake Up Little Susie, the classic. All that scratching and, and uh, you know, I picked up on that really young. Yeah. It, it, it's um, yeah, kind of when you mention that rhythmic, uh, it reminds me of uh, Irish music. You know, the, 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 there's Irish guitar is more of a rhythm instrument than a, a melody instrument. Yeah. And I think it's, it's kind of evident in the Everlies. But when, as you were putting this together, I mean, you obviously you knew the songs, but did you learn a lot about the Everlies? Um, things that you didn't <laughs> know or things that you picked up on as you were sure. putting this together? <laughs> for, for a while, I was, I was uh, emailing Jack. YouTube links for various Everly documentary things every every other day. <laughs> while he, while Sean was sending me do documentaries, I was on Spotify looking for like the most obscure, crazy songs we could possibly find because that you know that's what I I really wanted to to dig into. And those uh, those end up being our most uh, the most fun ones for us to perform. And actually, I think the audience appreciates the rarities more than. The hits. Well, c can I ask you guys to do one? A rarity? Yeah, sure. Oh, you know, Poor Jenny was sort of a. An oh, that's kind of it. Yeah. It was released as a single. Yeah. It's not. It's not a song that that anybody that I I never heard of that song before we started doing this. And Jack found this song. Uh, I'm uh, not angry. Right. Kind of a novelty song. Like it's. Uh, it was written so. Very interesting that during this time period, the Everlys were feuding with uh, their publisher, and what was what didn't allow they couldn't write songs under their own names, but what d prevented them from doing that? It was. I think their their publisher got really angry with them and said, "If you're not, you can only use our. If you if you're not going to use only our artists, then you can't use any of our artists." And right. they and they were signed to that publishing company, so the only way they could re release new original material was under a pseudonym, huh. and, and they chose the pseudonym Jimmy Howard. Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> Inter so this song this song was written by by Jimmy Howard. Your radio won't play until I've had my say. I hope your mail always fails to reach you until you wanna hear from me. I hope your wristwatch goes berserk, but I'm not angry, I'm just hurt. I hope your phone will never ring or your canary sing. I hope your car doesn't start, cannot move until you want to be with me. I hope your brand new dress gets torn, but I'm not angry, just forlorn. 
I'll make a voodoo doll, stuff it with bats and owls. He'll haunt your house, I'll rattle chains. He'll hang around until you call my name. And tell me that you want me back again. I'll make a voodoo doll, stuff it with bats and owls. He'll haunt your house, I'll rattle chains. He'll hang around until you call my name. And tell me that you want me back again. I hope your records always break. New shoes make your feet ache. I hope your luck will get stuck on black cats until you want a kiss from me. I hope your TV's always bad. But I'm not angry, I'm just sad. But I'm not angry, I'm just sad. But I'm not angry, I'm just sad. <laughs> That's a great one. I've never heard that one before. I love that. Oh, you guys found some gems there. Sean Altman and Jack Sculler with us today. They uh, perform as the Everly Set. They'll be performing this coming Saturday night. Uh, at the Ethical Brew in Teaneck. Uh, the show's at 8 p.m. Ethical Brew is part of the Ethical Culture Society at 687 Larch Avenue in Teaneck, New Jersey. Ethicalbrew.org is their website. And I know Ethical Brew does a, a thing where they, they donate funds to different charities that usually the headliners pick out. What, what did you guys uh, choose? Uh, we chose the organization Musicians on Call, which uh, brings songwriters and singers to the bedsides of hospital patients and jack and i are regular volunteers with this organization oh, that's we, lovely. we've done yeah. these songs for for many patient serenades in uh -huh. manhattan yes <laughs> you know they just reminded me of a story i uh, i had heard i was talking to a folk singer who was uh, about to start on uh, working in nursing homes and hospitals and he said, yeah, I know all these old songs like, uh, you know, from the, the, the gay 90s, uh, uh, you know, all the old fashion songs. And people said, well, no, you know, you got to sing like the Everly songs from the 50s because these yeah. people won't know those old songs anymore. But it's, it's such it's so rewarding to bring this music into hospitals where people, you know, they aren't getting much. So I, I, I applaud both of you for, for doing this kind of work and for, for donating to this. Just cause. It's a great organization. It is. Uh, I, I've been volunteering uh, for about 20 years. And uh, it's great. I mean, I've I've been a uh, I've been in the hospital a couple of times myself, and I know when you're laying when you're laying there, it's somewhat dehumanizing. And what could be nicer than having someone sing yeah. to you? Oh, that's so sweet. Well, the the music you guys are doing is, is so sweet too, and uh, I'm so glad you've been doing this for only only two years. But yet, you know, you're doing a lot of touring, and uh, I I understand you're going to be doing some recording as well. Yeah, we're working on two full lengths uh, just to have at our shows, and um, we're, we're doing we're doing everything, uh -huh. doing it all. There's a lot of songs. Oh, sure. You know. There's 80 songs per, yeah, per really? album. Wow. They're <laughs> really short. No, but these, so these songs are all, a lot of them are under two minutes long. Yeah. And um, so we're, we're in concert, when we stretch them, there's still like two minutes and 15 seconds, which is half the length of most contemporary singles. The, right. the first time I saw you at, at this folk conference, you had, I think, a 20-minute set. So yeah, you forty five songs uh, exactly. I mean, it was I, I was I was sweating watching you guys. I mean, the, the energy that you were evoking with this. It, it must be uh, <laughs> at the end of the night, you guys probably are burned out. I would imagine. 
It's a lot of thoughts. It's, yeah, yeah, it, it kind of it blows right by me. I mean, um, well, we've we've done it plenty of times now, but uh, it's I don't know. We're we're it's re it's very rejuvenating. It's uh -huh. it's, uh, it's rejuvenating. It's really nice. Yeah, singing with Jack is a, is a real pleasure. You know, we we put in the hard work for that very first show when it was really a lark. We said, hey, let's do a night of Everly's, and so we put together, you know. 75 minutes of Everly songs, which is a lot of songs. Sure. And I feel like we did all that work for that first show, and it's really paid off because now we know all the songs. You know, we keep adding interesting oddities. Oh, it makes uh, it make for a fun evening. Uh, you know, th as you, as you're both songwriters as well, um, and when you immerse yourself into somebody else's song like, like this, like you've been doing, and there was some, as you mentioned, um, Bordeaux and Brian, all the great songwriters, are you learning things on your own that you're adding to your own songs outside of the Everly's? I think a lot of the, um, the the way that we put them together, and like you said, we kind of just zip zip through them sometimes. Um, that that's an energy that has definitely taught me a lot, and I bring that with me now everywhere I go. It's uh, the ability to to just stay in it, even in between songs, mm -hmm. um, is really valuable. And also the, I mean, the Everly's songwriting has influenced me since I was writing songs at 12. I mean, just the, the, not just the harmony, but their sensibility of, their melodic sensibilities, and um, like I said, the, the acoustic scratching influenced me a lot, that, those swing rhythms. Uh, you know, I've, I've always been a nut for harmony, so yeah. I, I can't keep harmony out of my songs. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're, you're part of one of the founders of Rockapella. Yeah, that was so, a vocal group, so that's... Uh... And, uh, but even before Rockapella, I was, you know, when I was in high school, I was in a a harmony duo like uh -huh. this and i've always i, I love two-part harmony <laughs> um but also you know i think it's an act like this you have to enunciate like crazy in fact the more people that are singing together the better you have to enunciate and i think that's one of the things that jack and i naturally do is we we uh respect the lyrics and want the storytelling to have an impact so we enunciate the lyrics and we and we enunciate the little punch lines in the lyrics yeah people sometimes come up to us after shows they're like did you just say i hope your phone will never ring or your canary <laughs> sing you know yeah. they, they, didn't, they had no idea right. until you know what is that they called the mondegreens uh, all these people misheard lyrics um oh, yeah. laid them yeah. on the green they call them mondegreens and that's, that's a whole <laughs> set of those songs um the, the Everly's, though, they had such an influence. Um, uh, when, when you guys are performing nowadays, are you, are you performing for younger audiences or older audiences? I know the folk world, I mean, let's face it, we're, uh, you know, we're graying. But uh, how about the young group? Are, are you seeing any, any young, youngsters that are well, picking up on this? The people who, who seem to know everything uh, about the songs and, and are excited to he hear them when, when we play them are, are typically seven, 70 or older, like yeah. you said. But... Um, we've a great generation, I right. call them. <laughs> <laughs> we've, but we have often played for for kids. We've played for um, young people at, at plenty of house concerts, and um, they may not know the songs, but I've I haven't seen somebody uh, have a bad time. Right, it's, it's something infectious about the music. I mean, it was it, it hit me that night at Nerf. I mean, I, I have to admit, I went in there saying, oh, "Okay, well, rock and roll, Everly's," and then as soon as you guys started playing, I got it. And I had such a good time here, so I'm, I'm I'm so honored that you're able to come by our studio today to do this. Could I ask you for for another song or two? Sure. Or? Yeah. <laughs> should we do a? Uh, what do you want to do a hit? Should Let's do a, do a hit. Should we do that? Should we do the opening hit? Yeah. Okay. All right. Let's do it. Short version. Short version. Okay. Short version. When I say short version, I mean like two minutes, two two <laughs> minutes instead of two take minutes time, and twenty seconds. All right. Okay. <laughs> Bye-bye, 
so good. I, I, you're, you're making me channel Dick Clark here today. I'm telling you, you guys are just phenomenal. Uh, Sean Altman and Jack Sculler, the Everly set, uh, again, this coming Saturday night at the Ethical Brew in Teaneck. Um, as, as you do this show, uh, what, what, do you, what, what is your, your, your plans? I mean, you mentioned you got two CDs coming out. Where, where, do you, where would you like to take this? Well, we're going to be taking it all across the country. Uh, we know that now. We, we signed with a the fancy Los Angeles, California agent, <laughs> and, uh, and we're going to we know we already know that a year from this fall we're going to be doing sixty dates in the Midwest. Oh, nice! So that's why we really want to get these records. Sure, so we have some product to sell. Uh, I, you know, my fantasy is that we could bring this to Europe. You know, the Everleys were huge yeah. in uh, in the UK, and um, I would love to do um, like a USO tour i would love to be i think this is a That'd really great yeah this music is so um def, so um not uh, it's quintessentially american right. and i would love to uh represent our country overseas with with this act yes that's that's what amazing. he said <laughs> totally <laughs> no. and also jack and i want to travel <laughs> yes no it's it's a beautiful sentiment uh you know this is part of our heritage this this music i mean we all grew up with it uh as you mentioned before the influences that they've had uh i, I commend you guys for coming up with this and uh, and doing it so well um i i wonder if, if i could make a request could you guys do wake up little Susie? sure I, that's uh, I'm sorry, Ron, but you know that's a Righteous Brothers song. No, no, no. Really brothers thought it was what? Almond Brothers. No, that's a that's a Menendez Brothers song. Doobie Menendez. Brothers. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, we can do that. <laughs> All right, you got me worried thinking there for a second. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so um, Wake Up Little Susie in 1957 when it came out, this song was considered so scandalous. The idea that a boy and a girl would stay out past their curfew. 
so scandalous that this song was banned in the city of Boston. But my favorite anecdote about Wake Up Little Susie has to do with when President George W. Bush appeared on the Oprah Winfrey show during his presidency. And she said to him, Mr. President, what's your favorite rock song? And he said, oh, that's easy, Oprah. My favorite rock song is Wake Up Little Susie by Buddy Holly. <laughs> I, uh, Thanks for having us. I, I want to thank you. That was that's uh, that's one of my favorite songs of all time. Uh, Good one. Sean Altman, Jack Sculler. Again, you'll be appearing this Saturday night uh, at Ethical Brew in Teaneck, New Jersey, at six eighty-seven Larch Avenue. Uh, it's an eight p.m. show. Joshua Garcia is opening. Ethicalbrew.org is the website. And what's your website? Do you have a website yet, or uh, you're working on that too? Well, if you go to theeverlyset.com, it will point you to our two-minute promotional video which is worth the visit mm -hmm. it's worth the visit yeah our infomercial style uh video yeah we, we're developing the website in the meantime uh we would love it if you if you liked the everly set on facebook excellent that's the way to keep in touch well we will certainly do that and uh again sean jack thank you both for coming here today thank you and Thanks, uh ron. we look forward and you make sure you send me those cds when they come out i will <laughs> okay yeah. i'm ron alesco and you're listening to traditions on 89.1 wfdu fm we have more music coming up